Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Just a few short years ago, Christy Hughes decided it was time to make some changes. This self-described fearful, shy introvert walked right out of her comfort zone and discovered something wonderful. Now she's on a mission to help people unlock their own courage and compassion through her online community called The Brave Kind. Well, hi, Christy. I'm delighted that you would talk with me today. Thank you. Hi, Nicole. Thank you so much for having me on. I just, I love the pod and your message, so I'm excited to be here. Well, I love the way that our messages kind of intertwine and our lives kind of intertwine. Would you tell us about the journey that began for you just a few years ago? Sure. I, I'd love to. I um, I have been sober for a little over two and a half years or about two and a half years, so that's really when... I decided that I, there was a lot that felt very unfulfilled for me. Uh, I had turned 40 about five years ago and and I think went through that midlife stirring of, there's got to be more to this. Mm. Um, I didn't feel like I was necessarily living my core values Mm -hmm. and, you know, goodness and kindness and being nice. Those things were all important to me and I was kind of caught up in the rat race. And because of that stress level, I think I was just using alcohol as a crutch. Yes. And I think a lot of people will identify with what you're saying, what we've both been through. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sorry. Carry on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. So, I mean, sobriety is a huge part of my story and how I I finally started to campaign for kindness. Um, I think my grandmother passed away in 2016 and she was my role model for kindness. So, never drank in her entire life, <laughs> very, very strict Christian upbringing and, and just very much modeled Christian principles for me and, and just was such a good person. And so as I was looking to what I wanted my life to look like, it definitely felt like I needed to, to really use her as that guiding force. And so even when she passed away, it was, okay, you know, what changes can I make in my life? And Part of that was moving back to Texas and being closer to family. And then Texas is is where I got sober. So in 2018, um, I I started a recovery program. And when I started that, it was, you know, I heard everybody say service, service, you need to to stay in service. And so I did. I said, okay, what can I do? What can I do to help others and get out of my own head? And Meals on Wheels hit me over the head. Like I, I saw a flyer, I saw a billboard, I saw magnets, um, and found out later, of course, the marketing person had done all of these great things all at the same time that I was looking for an opportunity to be of service. Mm-hmm. And I, I started doing Meals on Wheels volunteering. And that was just the catalyst for everything that that happened after that. I started writing uh, 20, June of 2019. So last year, a little over a year ago, I started writing kind of like your kindness is contagious column. I started writing a blog about fun volunteering stories because friends would say, I love hearing about your Fridays and how excited you are about doing that and how much joy it brings you. Okay, well, I'll share these stories because they're amazing and I love my clients. And then it turned into travel and how I interacted with people on my work travel and different ways. I had little moments of kindness with people. And so I started sharing more about that. And so 
the blog just became not only the stories that fueled it became such a joy for me, but even writing about it and sharing it with others. And so I still write a weekly blog, but the, the message has grown into this idea of brave kind, because one of the things people would tell me was, you're so brave for doing all this when you're out there, you know, mm. volunteering and talking to people and, mm-hmm. and creating connections with strangers. And I thought, I, I don't feel brave in that regard. Like I didn't realize that it was tapping into courage and stepping out of my comfort zone that was creating that. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, this year I, I kind of morphed the message from just cultivating kindness to um, the, the new le- website that I launched, which is uh, The Brave Kind, because I felt like those two are so intertwined. And of course, they are for you as well. So that's what was cool was finding out, oh, there's somebody else out there who's really committed to both of those. Yes, yes. And it's it for me, it's a matter of being brave enough to step out of your comfort zone for kindness. And I just, yes. I feel like, you know, we need a whole bunch of people like all of us. It's fun to be part of this kindness crew, because I feel like we're all in this grassroots level, sort of where, where you know, the more the merrier. It's not the yes. competitive, like we're all selling lipstick, right? It's uh, <laughs> it's a whole lot different. It's like I keep meeting new friends and I'm like, oh, you get it. Like you love what I love. This is super neat. It's like being in this great club and we're trying to make the world a better place, right? It's pretty cool. Absolutely. And that was what happened. You know, you and I have shared this, this story together. When I first found out about your message, I my first thought was, oh, gosh, somebody's already doing this, you know, oh. <laughs> and it was like, no, you know, I had to let that, that imposter syndrome just fly right out the window and think, no, it's all of us, you know, affecting yes. our little circle and, and what we can do and the people who want to hear it from us and, and we overlap. And that's the cool thing. I think about these waves of kindness or the you know ripples, as Mother Teresa calls it, like these ripples and they all overlap. And that's yes. cool, you know, just this network. Right. And every voice is important and every voice matters and every voice is going to speak to somebody, somebody different, right? Somebody else. So uh, you explained yourself uh, as a shy introvert who feared everyone else's opinions. And then you became an empowered writer with an adventurous spirit. So you talked about your grandma and the volunteering and all of that. But for somebody who is in that moment where they are the shy introvert fearful of what other people might say, what, how they might think, how they might react. What advice do you have for that person in that space right now? I think the thing that was the most effective for me in letting go of that was creating new beliefs. So if you look into mindfulness and all of the different tools that you can use, I looked, I took a really strong look at what were my limiting beliefs. And one of the big ones for me that I've realized is I thought nice guys finish last. Uh, You know, somewhere along the way I picked that up, whether it was childhood, you know, maybe I got picked on or, or something, or I just didn't accept the fact that not everybody's going to love our message of Mm -hmm. being brave and kind. And, and so I, I let that really weigh me down. So by looking and recognizing, oh, that, that's what's holding me back, this idea that nice guys finish last, and reframing that and thinking, it doesn't matter what other people think, I will find people. I will find people like Nicole. I will find people who mm-hmm. share this and, and people who do need that help and that boost. Um, I think that that's, 
no matter what your limiting belief is, and it doesn't have to be that one, it's just looking at, okay, what do I believe about myself and how can I reframe that into a new belief? And whether you reinforce that through affirmations or meditation or writing it down, just anything that you can do to help plant that seed and grow from that and think, okay, you know, I, nice guys don't finish last. Sure, there may be not great things going on in the world, especially right now, but, but I do have a lot of people who say, hey, thanks for speaking up on that, or hey, I'm going to take on a volunteer opportunity because I love hearing about how great it is for you. We'll get back to our conversation with Christy Hughes from The Brave Kind in just a moment, but first, our kindness call. Hi, I'm Sherman, and when I think of kindness, I think of my wife. Uh, She is always the inspiration for listening to the Spirit and reaching out and helping people as we feel is fit. So, that's all. Did you know you can be on the Kindness Podcast? Call the Kindness Hotline with your story. You can leave us a voicemail at the number in the description of this podcast. Now, back to the show. To me, it sounds like you're not saying run out and get as many volunteer opportunities going as you can. You're saying stop and sit down with yourself. If you're fearful, if you're shy, whatever, just stop and take a moment with yourself and think about what are your limiting beliefs. And and for me, the minute I think that about sitting down with myself and thinking, you know, a, a journal comes to mind. You know, I, I have to have something, a piece of paper and a pen in my hand to really um, you know, just start writing whatever comes to my mind and and so I appreciate the fact that you're not throwing people totally out of their comfort zone to, to get to like, okay, step one. Now you're going to go to step 21, right? And that's, right. that's great. I, I've created a little virtual workshop and one of the modules is all about giving back. And, and I kind of recognize the fact that people, it is a big ask to just say, oh, go do this thing and, and think about, you know, oh, you know, usually people say, oh, I don't have enough time. But really, it's probably rooted in fear. You know, I don't want to try something new. I'm, I'm nervous I won't be able to commit to this forever. And mm-hmm. um, like even with Meals on Wheels, people can be a sub. So they don't have to have a regular route like I do. They could just be on the sub list. And mm-hmm. when they have time, they can do it. So, yeah, I can make like a small commitment by um, letting go of some of that fear. Yeah, commitment can be a really big, scary word for people. And I, I, I understand that is in my own life, you know, like, oh, what? I don't want to let anyone down. So I don't want to commit to that, you know, that sort of that sort of thing. You know, I, I'm wondering, though, uh, about your love of volunteering. And it sounds like it just clicked for you, like Meals on Wheels was just your thing. What about people who try something and they think that feels like work? That does not feel like joy to me. What What do you suggest for people who are maybe in the wrong sort of volunteer work? Yeah, well, I think there's there are so many options out there. And following your heart and your passions, I did pet rescue back in my 20s. And I was even on the board for a pet rescue organization. And, and I still love my pets. And I'm still I'm in the pet industry. So my, my job is in the pet industry. And so I'm still connected in that way. But for me, I, I looked for a different opportunity where I could help people and have that human connection. And so some people are passionate about pets, some about, um, you know, food bank or homelessness. So I just, there's so many ways to help that I think, you know, looking at what, what you connect with, what resonates with your life, you can find something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that 
you know, if someone feels like they're in the wrong fit, it's, you mentioned, you know, not letting people down. So I think that that, that can then feel like a trap of, oh, I'm going to disappoint someone. But um, when I left Pet Rescue, I actually recruited a friend to do it. And she's still here 20 later, years later is still involved in Pet Rescue and always says, oh, Christy got me into that. Oh, <laughs> that is cool. That's really cool. Hmm. Yeah, so you can always talk to a friend about this organization mm-hmm. or try, you know, try to recruit people into something that maybe you know, oh, I'm not a good fit for this, but I know someone who is. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Will you tell us about, because I, I, I have this like dream someday to have a, a lake house that is a retreat center. I want to be able to bring people in and help them to... Uh, restore and re-energize and refocus and do all of that. And so when I heard what you've been doing on your weekends, I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the same variation of my dream. Once again, we intersect. So tell us about your weekends. Right. Oh, that's so incredible. And and yes, we, uh, my husband and I just love being outside. And so we bought some acreage a couple of hours from our home uh, in Fort Worth. And we have to retire out there someday, and, and we have a little camper out there. So we spend weekends trying to develop what will someday be a, a retirement hobby farm. But as I started to, to really commit to this message of courage and compassion, I had the same, same dream. You know, what do, how could I turn this into retreats? This place for me brings me so much joy and peace. And when I look out at the beautiful view that we have, I just know people would feel that. And that was, that was how the brave kind and, and launching this website and the things I'm doing today came to life because I hope to someday have these sort of holistic uh, retreats out there, but I couldn't really figure out exactly what the message would, might sound like, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it was more yoga and mindfulness or more empowerment. And yeah, through my yoga community, we started talking about dreams and and bringing dreams to life. And using that platform, I started thinking about, okay, well, yeah, how do I create this retreat space? And so I envision like several little tiny houses or cottages that people can stay at and and hosting people for the weekends. And and I brought that into now because it felt so far away. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, if this is a five or 10 year plan, um, I don't want to wait that long. People need the message. So I started the, the Brave Kind website and, and how it's formed today with different things so that you know, I can continue to learn and grow what resonates with people and then invite them out for weekends where they can learn all about, about that too. Yay. And uh, we have, we'll have information about how people can find you. But I have one more question. Before I get to that question, would you tell people how you best like to connect with them? Uh, sure. So I have a website, wearethebravekind.com. And you can find everything there. You can find our homesteading adventure. Um, my friends make things that I sell to help support their 
small businesses, mm -hmm. the weekly blog, all kinds of things. So I just, I really tried to create as, as rich of a, a place to find content as I can on at wearethebravekind.com. I'm hoping to someday be under your books tab because uh, you have some really great books on there that, oh. that, that you find inspiration from. I was like, ooh, this is a good list. So someday. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it right now. So it will be there when I have a review to give, which will, of course, be wonderful because we have so many... Um, overlapping themes is <laughs> what you're sharing too. I love it. Thanks. Pollyannas. We're both Pollyannas uh, in this world. <laughs> yes. yes, we are. And I love being a Pollyanna. Um, can you share with me one last uh, favorite kindness story, whether it's something you did that just really filled your, your cup or a time when kindness showed up just when you needed it? Sure. I said my Meals on Wheels route is the highlight of my week. And I love when I can share that with other people. So I had a client who had, she had to relocate in her apartment complex unexpectedly due to some maintenance issues. And she was so overwhelmed because most of my clients are homebound and they don't have a lot of help. And so I enlisted a couple of friends to come over and we organized boxes and furniture and unpacked for her. And she got so much joy out of it. And my friends did too, because they got to see a little bit of what, what I get um, in these wonderful exchanges with my clients. So there's always wonderful stories to tell about them, but that one really sticks out in my mind. Oh, I love that other people got to experience it as well. It's the whole idea of kindness being contagious, right? That's, oh, yay. Christy, I know why they call you Kind Christy. I know it now. I knew it before, but I know it now. And I'm so glad uh, that you're on the Kindness Podcast and that people can join your tribe. They can join in your community um, of being the brave kind. So thank you so much for talking with us today. Oh, thank you, Nicole. That was a conversation with Christy Hughes from The Brave Kind. You can join her community at wearethebravekind.com. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section and check out my new book, The Negativity Remedy, now available in stores.